Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I have to tell you that I absolutely Love this time of the year. I'm from the Midwest, so we are entering into the season of fall, autumn, and I love this time of the year. I've just been spending my day cleaning and doing some online classes that I am enrolled in right now, and so I decided I'm going to take a little break because my brain is on like brain overload with information with the class that I'm taking. And so, you know, I was like, I'm just going to sit down with my Bible, record a podcast, talk to the online community. But I'm telling you, I love this time of the year. I love that I live in a place where we experience four seasons, even though it feels like winter lasts a lifetime here. And I don't necessarily love that, but I do love Christmas and my birthday, so I can't complain about winter. <laughs> but I'm just sitting here and like my high pink hydrangeas out my window and I'm just like, oh, Lord, just thank you for life. And I love that the Bible tells us that gratitude and thankfulness is part of God's will for our lives. And so if you're not a person that's like naturally thankful, I don't know if any of us are, especially when we're in our flesh, but if that's not like something you naturally practice, I encourage you to do that too. It takes time to sit with the Lord and just thank Him for His goodness and thank Him for everything you can think of, great and small. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, Lord, thank you for my beautiful hydrangeas. Thank you for this home. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your goodness and your kindness, your grace, your mercy. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for the written word of God. Thank you for who you are and just cultivating that heart of gratitude within us. And as I've just been vacuuming my house today and doing all the things and I've just been seeking him while I'm doing those things, I love that our relationship with God is ongoing all day, every day, and that no matter what we're doing and where we're at, we can seek Him, we can be in communion with Him. And so I'm vacuuming my living room, and I'm just thinking about unanswered prayers, about the times that God has said no in my life, and thanking Him for those times. And I was thinking about the Garth Brooks song that says, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. And listen, I grew up listening to Garth Brooks because my mother was obsessed with his music. And so I was, I thought of that song and I was like, you know, the reality is that God always answers our prayers, but, but sometimes the answer is no. And I look back over my life and I think about the times that I have so desired certain things or a certain path for my life or a certain relationship or whatever that was. And God was like, no, that's not what I have for you. And so staying in a place of surrender toward the Lord is what I want to talk about today because I feel like that is key to everything in our life. We know that in the book of Psalms, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so our role is to delight in him, to take pleasure in him, to seek him, to love him as the first greatest commandment tells us in the New Testament with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love him with every fiber of our being. And then it says he will give us the desires of our heart. And as I've just been navigating 
through the word this morning and I saw so many scriptures that talk about how if we ask anything in his name, we'll receive it. But we have to be people who are abiding in him first so that our desires align with his. And I am like that girl who's like constantly keeping my heart open to the Lord and saying, God, if there is any desire in me that is not in alignment with your will and and your best for me, then change my desire. And that's a bold prayer to pray because he'll do it. He will do it. And there's so many things looking back over the course of my life that I have desired and longed for. And then when I sit with him, he begins to completely transform those desires and take those desires for things that are not his best for us away. And I've seen that in my own life. I've seen that in so many other lives of friends that I know who had plans for their own life and their life doesn't look anything like they thought it would. I don't know if y'all are anything like me. My life looks nothing like I thought it would, but it's good. And I'm thankful that God's plan always supersedes mine because his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. He is a God who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. And so often we settle for beneath his best for us. And that is something that I've had to wrestle with, especially the last few years and something that he has just given me great revelation on about how often we settle beneath his best for us. And I love where the word says, forget not all his benefits. And it talks about all those benefits, that he heals our diseases, that he does all these things, that he takes away our iniquity. And all of his promises are yes and amen throughout his word. His word is just full of his promises for us. And I remember saying like, God, if there are people who don't want your blessings or don't want what is theirs rightfully, like as sons and daughters of him, of you, God, like I'll take what they're forfeiting. And he was like, okay, no, you're not. (laughs) What you're going to do is you're going to teach people what their benefits are. And so I was like, okay. So anyway, I just kind of had to get out of brat mode with that. But I'm just so thankful that he shows us in his word, what his will is for our life. And then as we seek him, in the secret place and we spend time with him in his presence, he reveals that specific will for our individual lives because there are things that are overarching for all of us, every born again believer. There are certain things that is his will for us, but then there's things that are specifically for my life and I can't know what that is unless I'm seeking him. And I love that he promises to reveal those things to us. And so for me, I went to college originally for nursing mostly because I had a full ride scholarship and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was the first one in my family to go to college. And so like, I didn't really have a model per se of anyone who had had any sort of like career path in that way. And so I decided to go into nursing because my aunt had done that and she had made a great career of it. I had done a lot of ministry in nursing homes. And so I thought, well, this makes sense that I would get a job working in the nursing homes. And I quickly found out The medical side of it, not my thing. I will go all day long and sing to the elderly, preach to them, love on them, spend time with them. I love doing that. It's actually something I haven't done in a while, but if you're looking for a good ministry opportunity, find a local nursing home. I've gone into nursing homes and said, well, take me to the people who don't get visitors. Take me to the people who don't have family. And so I've done that where I'll sit in people's rooms and I'll just sit and listen to their story and love on them by spending time with them and giving them my attention. And so that I love, that I thrive in. The medical side of it, not at all. <laughs> so that was my original plan. I took a lot of of classes for nursing, anatomy and physiology and all those things. And 
I can't say I hated every second of it, but I didn't love it either. And so I quickly was like, okay, this isn't my thing. What else am I naturally good at? And that's really how I decided to get a degree in accounting because back then I really didn't know how to hear God's voice for myself. And I didn't know how to seek him for clarity and direction. And so I just kind of went with what made sense in the natural, which isn't always the best thing, but God is so good and gracious and he delights in showing mercy. It's one of my favorite things about him. One of my 5 million favorite things about God is that he delights in showing mercy, that his mercy is new every morning, that he's rich in mercy. And so even through making decisions of my own and going to college for accounting and getting a degree in that, like he worked all things together for my good. And I saw his hand and his heart and his faithfulness throughout my journey in times when I was really plowing my own path and moving forward in what I thought was best for myself, even if it wasn't necessary, <laughs> necessarily. And then I watched God reroute my life a few years back when I was in a season of like, honestly feeling like I was dying inside. Like I remember telling my boss, I feel like I'm dying inside. I cannot sit at a computer all day, every day, punching in numbers. Like I was very good at my job and I loved being able to problem solve and do the things that I did with uh, accounts receivables and payables and everything that I got to do with that job. And there was other fun aspects of the job, but like I internally knew like this is not all there is for my life. And I'm not saying if that's what you do and you love and you thrive in that it doesn't, obviously somebody has to do those things. But like for me personally, I just had an unsettling in my spirit. And I think that that is a telltale sign one, that God's probably about to shift some things. Two, that where you're at isn't where you're staying. And so to press into him, to press into his presence, to get into the word, to fast, to pray, to seek him and say, God, you've got to move in this situation. And so he did. And through a set of circumstances, my job was absorbed in 2020. I ended up working at a local elementary school for a few years. God called me out of that. He showed me right away like that would not be a long season. I was only there for about a year and a half, two years, almost two years. And then he called me to work with the largest kids ministry in the world called Metro World Child, which I loved that season of my life. But even in that, like he was very clear in my spirit, you are not going to be doing this long term. And listen, change. I am one of those people like I don't mind change. I actually love change. But it doesn't always make it easy when it's change after change after change. Like, I feel like I've gone through so much change and transition over the last few years. It's like, Lord, what are you doing? But staying tucked away in him in the secret place, knowing that he is faithful. He orders our steps. He directs our path. And so in those moments of my life where, again, I have prayed for things and God has said no, or it just looks different than what I thought it would. I just had to trust and know that he is faithful and he's for me and trusting his heart for me in the process. And so this week, I actually had scheduled the last the last two weeks, actually, I had scheduled for a company to come in and do duct work at my house. And the first time they didn't show up and I was like, OK, I tried to have grace with that. Like there was a holiday, like all the things like maybe there was just a mix up, you know, whatever. Then this past or this week they were supposed to show up again or rescheduled it whatever and the day before they came I was like God if this company isn't your best 
if this company is not, you know, that's pretty much what my prayer is. If this company is not your best, then I don't want them to show up at my house. So to no surprise, the next day I'm sitting there, a couple hours go by the time frame they're supposed to come and they don't show up. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, I prayed for that. So why am I surprised? Obviously there's going to be a better company that's going to come and Long story short, I have a different company that's coming in two days and they're going to do the duct cleaning and praise God for all of that because I believe that's part of the sinus issues I've been having. And so that's a whole other thing. But um, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge, get your duct clean, ducts cleaned out. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're doing that. And so last night, the company actually called and they were like, we're coming tomorrow. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, no, you're not. You were supposed to be here on this day and this day and you didn't show up. And so... Anyway, that was a whole thing and part of hashtag adulting that's maybe not so fun. But knowing like when God answers us and shows us and gives us revelation that like don't back down and away from what he's revealed to you. And I know that's like a super like practical, eternally insignificant example, but like he showed me like this isn't the best and I don't pretend to always know like why God chooses to do things the way he does. And like with this situation, obviously like our homes are our safe places. Our homes are our havens, our sanctuaries. And so for me, it's like, I, I'm pretty, how do I want to say it? Um, guarded with who I let in my home and things. And so that's a whole other subject. But I was like, Lord, if these people are sketchy or weird or whatever, like I don't, I don't want them in my house. And so uh, through the conversation on the phone that I had with this gentleman, I was like, okay, this is God bless them. I pray they find you kind of thing. But I definitely was like confirmed in my heart that like this is best for them to not come over here. And so praise God, I got connected with a different company that has amazing reviews online, all the good things. And I'm thankful that they are coming. But I'm just so excited that God is God and I am not. (laughs) Like that he sees things from a vantage point because he knows the end from the beginning and he knows beyond our comprehension everything that pertains to us like every detail of our lives he's concerned with and he cares about and he knows the number of hairs on our head his thoughts toward us outnumber the sand and so a god who is so beyond our comprehension And that he like looks over us. And I was just reading in Matthew the other day about not worrying about tomorrow, how he takes care of the birds, how he clothes the lilies of the valley. And I'm so thankful that he is that attentive to us, that he cares that much about us. And so I'm in a season of life of watching God's hand and heart and provision for my life in a way that I've never had to experience in this type of way but I'm so thankful that I am experiencing him in this way, in this season of my life. And so I pray that you are finding him in this season. I pray that every prayer that you have prayed that has not been answered, that you would just trust and know that God is faithful and he's for you. That if he says no, it's because he has something better. And we just have to rest in that fact even when we're in the middle of the wrestling with it and the not understanding because we know the bible says trust in the lord with all of your heart do not lean on your own understanding i remember sitting with the lord 
and just crying over this relationship that didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. And I was just so frustrating because I just really saw it going somewhere that it didn't end up going. And, and I remember the Lord speaking to my heart, I know that you are disappointed right now in the moment, but I am sparing you from a lifetime of disappointment. And that's not to say anything negative about another person or slander anyone because God knows who's right for our lives and that person wasn't. And so here I was longing and praying for and believing for something that wasn't God's best. What a good God we serve that he is so faithful to stop what we would want. And sometimes he gives us over to that. I mean, if we're persistent and we're disobedient and we do the things he says not to do, like I could have pushed for those things and just made a wreck of my life or whatever. But like, I want to be a woman who's so surrendered to him that if he says no, then I'm saying no. If he says yes, then I'm saying yes. If he says pause, then I'm going to pause because I want to be so in tune with the spirit of God because reality is his spirit is dwelling inside of me. His spirit is dwelling inside of you if you are a born again believer. And so my prayer for you is that you seek his heart, that you seek his face in this season of your life. One thing I've been starting to do again, I've done a lot in different seasons, but this season of life I've been doing a lot again is journaling the word of God. I will read through, just got done with a study in the book of Hebrews and read through Galatians. And so I just, I love the word of God. I love reading the proverb of the day, whatever the date is, that's the proverb chapter that I'll read for that day. And so reading in Psalms and some in the Gospels and other places wherever the Spirit of God directs me. But I just love to sit with a journal. And then if a scripture pops out at me while I'm reading, I will write that scripture out. And that is a really good way to hide his word in my heart. And so I encourage you to do that. If that is not something you've tried before, I love the word of God. I love that it's living and it's active. The Bible says that the word of God is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that we would be equipped for every good work. And so I want to be somebody who's equipped. I want you to be equipped for what God has called you to in this season. And our greatest calling is to know him and to make him known, to be the salt and light of the world, just like he commissioned us to to be people who enhance the atmospheres that God calls us into, to enhance the, the places and spaces that God calls us to, to be people who let our light so shine before men that they would see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven, that we would be people who live on mission to know Him and to make Him known, and that's going to look different for all of us. But just trust Him in the process as He continues to lead the path that is before you, that you could just trust that he is with you. He's for you. He goes before you. He surrounds you. He's within you. He's your rear guard. Like we are so covered by him. And it's so important right now in this season of life where deception, I feel like is just at all time high. We know Jesus is coming back and we know the enemy is running rampant. And I'm not even going to get into all of that, but just to stay tucked away in him, to stay diligent in the word of God to stay faithful in prayer is so critical and crucial and important for our lives so that we can be like Jesus about our father's business, doing what God created us for, to live our lives on purpose, to know that we have an eternal reward. And that is eternity with him. If you have been born again, if you have surrendered your life to God,
then you have that hope of eternity. And in Colossians 3, it says to set your heart on things above, to set your mind on things above. And even this last Sunday, as I was on my way to church, I was praying like, God, do a divine reset in my heart that I would focus again on eternity. And I'm always thinking about the Lord, talking about the Lord, loving on the Lord, like all the things. But there are seasons of life where we just get distracted and we start focusing too much on temporal things. But I want to live my life according to the word of God. And it says to set your heart on things above, set your mind on things above. So I'm praying for you in this season of your life that God would do a divine reset in your heart and mind, that you would set your heart and mind on things above to keep your perspective eternal because eternity lasts a lot longer than this life will. And yeah, he has good things for your life. And even in the struggle and even in the moments where life does not look like we thought it would, keep your heart set on him. Keep your mind set on him. Keep your heart pure and just trust trust the one that created you. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, close out this podcast. Y'all can find me on social media at The Journey with Janice. Would love to connect with you or you can visit my website, journeywithjanice.com. Lots of blogs and videos and books and fun things on there. And so would love to connect with you, to pray with you and for you. So feel free to reach out. I would absolutely be honored to pray with you, to encourage your heart in the Lord to remind you of who you are in him. And so would absolutely love to connect with you. So let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you that you are a God who knows the end from the beginning. God, I thank you that you are faithful, that you are for us and not against us. God, I thank you that you promise that as we seek you, God, we will find you. I thank you, God, that you give us everything we need for life and godliness, that you equip us for every good work. God, I thank you that as we delight ourselves in you, God, that you give us the desires of our heart. And I pray over the heart of every listener on this podcast, God, that they would delight in you, that you would transform their heart's desires to align with yours, God, because we want to be people who are about our Father's business. We want to be people who live our lives on purpose, for the purposes, God, you have created us for. God, I pray that we would be people who love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. God, that we would find our soul's satisfaction in you alone. God, I thank you. Just like the woman at the well, you promised her, God, that when she experienced you, she would never have to thirst again. And I thank you, God, that our hearts and our souls, God, are satisfied in you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your grace and your compassion your love, your mercy. God, I thank you for every person on this podcast. I pray, God, that they would find themselves falling more in love with you. I speak life and blessings over them today in Jesus' name. Amen.